The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning, and welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Mary McKenna, in for Kelly Scanlon, and our guest today is Wendy Doyle. Wendy is the CEO and President of Women's Foundation, where she promotes equity and opportunity for women and their families using philanthropy, research, policy solutions to make a meaningful change. And we're going to talk about some of the meaningful changes that the Women's Foundation was behind for 2015. The Women's Foundation promotes equity and opportunity for women of all ages, and we welcome you to the show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Good to be with you. What does the Women's Foundation do exactly? We really are focused on preserving the history of the foundation, which in 2016 we are moving into our 25th anniversary, believe it or not, Um, and that the history was founded on philanthropy. So we actually are um, a small funder where we actually grant funds back out into the community focused on organizations that um, support the mission of women and girls. But really the, the new direction that the Women's Foundation is going is is focusing on research to really bring forward facts and data and what are the critical issues that we should be addressing and then developing public policy solutions to impact that change that we believe that that um, you know investing back into the community with dollars is great but to really get movement and traction um, with meaningful change we really need to be impacting the legislation in Missouri and Kansas in Missouri and Kansas now who is who's a member of Women's Foundation? Actually, believe it or not, we are not a membership organization. So we are um, a 501c3 and anyone can support us and be a part of it and there's engagement opportunities, but we really are not a membership organization. And how long have you been with the organization? I've been with the organization now just a little over two years. Tell us a little bit about Wendy Doyle and what did you do before you became involved? My background, I have celebrated um, a, a little over 20 years in the nonprofit sector and had a majority of my career focused at the National Kidney Foundation, then went into consult- consulting work, so sharing expertise back with nonprofits around strategic planning, um, board governance, and fundraising, and now um, then moved to Catholic Charities of Northeast Kansas, and that's where I most recently was prior to joining the Women's Foundation. And you keep busy trying to make sure that causes affecting, as you say, women and girls are front and center. It's difficult sometimes to keep that front and center in front of a lot of our local and state elected officials. Yes, but believe it or not, um, it has been a really a great time for the Women's Foundation. Um, We began our work and really focused our public policy efforts in the state of Missouri. And I've been amazed at how welcoming and open to discussions with our legislators um, and recognizing that we do have issues that need to be addressed to really drive economic development for the state of Missouri. So it has been, um, it's been a little bit of a surprise, believe it or not, and, and a top of mind issue. 
Now, you set out goals in 2015 and then recently sent out a glowing report card. <laughs> you graded yourself. I think that's wonderful. That's a way to get an A. But you were proud to say that you kept your New Year's resolution for 2015. What did you accomplish? 2015 was starting the year off with releasing a significant research study on the status of women in Missouri. And that was commissioned with the University of Missouri Institute of Public Policy. And so we started the year off by... Um, um, bringing forward five key critical indicators from that study around women um, and families that are are focused with those issues, and those include um, first and foremost was um, child care, and secondly an indicator was health care. Third was employment and income. Fourth, aging and economic security. And fifth, um, leadership focused on civic engagement. So where we focused our efforts and we said we kept our resolutions was we really focused on that income and employment indicator. And that's where closing the pay gap really became top of mind. So what ended up happening as a, as a result of releasing that research study, a state representative, um, Stephen Weber out of Columbia, Missouri, saw the research study, started to dig a little deeper into our findings, and really um, became passionate about wanting to do something. So he stepped forward in a bold way and introduced House Bill 44 that really called for developing best practice guidelines to close the pay gap between women and men in the state of Missouri. And those um, facts look like this. It's on average, and it's 71 cents to the dollar that men make. Um, Just as a point of reference, the national average is 78 cents to the dollar that men make. When I mention average, really in the center of the state is the largest wage gap, which is in Carroll County, um, and that is 51 cents to the dollar that men make, so that you can really see that that we have a lot of work to do. So we introduced that, um, that bill was introduced, we testified in support of, it was introduced as a result of the Women's Foundation study. Um, It was voted positively out of that committee, um, had a really great um, opportunity It was also introduced in the Senate side, same exact bill, um, received a hearing, positively voted out, um, and really came down to the last week of session. And then so many things happened um, in the state capitol around um, intern and um, issues and, and the speaker. And so things came to a screeching halt. But we didn't stop there. So we wanted to continue dialogue and discussion Mm -hmm. and started at the executive branch level, including discussions with the governor and most recently um, hosted the governor at our December 4th luncheon, which featured Ariana Huffington from the Huffington Post. Governor Nixon was gracious enough to join us, and he stepped forward and signed an executive order 15-09, calling for under um, his leadership to develop the best practice guidelines. So success, we kept our promise um, around that particular piece, which really um, was something to celebrate and be proud of. Does the order that was signed by the governor have any teeth to it? Here's where it's going to make a difference. First and foremost, it automatically created tremendous conversation around the state of Missouri. And he really challenged not only is the executive order to look internally into the state of Missouri and what are closing the pay gap that he can do, but really challenging the corporate sector as well to start to take a look. So um, that executive order is calling for the Women's Foundation. We have commissioned a follow-up research study with University of Missouri Institute of Public Policy to really come out with what are some of these best practice guidelines that can actually be implemented. So it really was, you know, 
I identify we've got a significant issue. I want to do something. Let's get more research and then start the implementation phase. So that re- that um, research study will be completed at the end of March um, of this year. And stay tuned. So we will be releasing additional facts on here are some tactical things that you as a corporation, you as a state entity can implement to close the pay gap. I remember early last year I got a press release that the study had been commissioned. And I thought, Okay, that's great. Another study that says women are paid less than men. We already know that women are paid much less than men for doing the exact same job. But you took it to the next level and said, all right, what the study is done, now what are we going to do about it? Great. And to your point, that's exactly how we are positioning the Women's Foundation. We want to bring forward the facts, the data. Here are the real issues. But guess what? We need to come up with some solutions to get results. And that's the role the Women's Foundation is playing. Come up with the solutions and push to get the results. What are some of the solutions, Wendy? So some of the early solutions that we are identifying on the pay gap, um, first and foremost, is encouraging corporations and the state government, um, you know, public sector entities to do an evaluation, do a self-audit and look at, you know, all of the jobs that are um, in your organization. And you can you can just by, mer- by doing that look that there could be some potential pay gaps, equal work or um, equal pay for equal work. So man and woman side by side, you know, look if they're doing the same job, you know, are they being paid the same? Now, we certainly recognize that there is, you know, a lot of subjectivity in that based on performance, um, and we want to keep that in mind. But if you just start out and look at the baseline, so creating that awareness. Um, secondly, if there is the pay gap, what are you going to do to close it? And third and foremost, we need to have transparency um, in the pay. And so let's let's be open to having discussions about it versus, you know, being closed on we don't talk about, you know, salaries and wages. It's a difficult subject. Yes, it is. But, you know, there's more of a push by, and I think it's something that the millennials are into, the salary structure not being so secretive. It used to be forbidden that you would ever say, well, how much do you make? People want that transparency. They want to make sure that everybody is treated across the board equally. Exactly, exactly. And I think, you know, to your point, times are changing, and it was, you know, inappropriate to be talking about salaries in the past, but the only way that we are going to impact change is if we can have honest and transparent discussions. We're talking with the president and CEO of Women's Foundation Kansas City, Wendy Doyle. We're going to find out uh, how things are continuing to change for women in business and plans for 2016. I'm sure they're as lofty as they were for 2015, and we'll continue our discussion right after this. Interested in growing your business? Thinking Bigger Business Media has the resources you need to grow your company to the next level, whether it's an aspiring business, a startup, established, or mature. Thinking Bigger provides the how-to strategies, critical connections, and key information to make your business more productive and more profitable. Check them out at ithinkbigger.com and find out what successful Kansas City business owners already know. Thinking Bigger Business Media is the resource for growing businesses. Visit them today at ithinkbigger.com. 
Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, and, of course, companionship. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance will come in with this group. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Get ready for an evening exploding with energy as we celebrate Kansas City's entrepreneurial community at the 15th Annual 25 Under 25 Awards Dinner and Gala, February 27th at the Downtown Marriott. Join host Thinking Bigger Business Media and sponsored Catalyst for cocktails, dinner, and entertainment as we recognize the achievements of 25 outstanding Kansas City area small businesses with under 25 employees. Reserve your tickets now at 25under25.com. That's 25under25.com. I'm Sarah. I'm Ellen. One night, I was at a bar. One night, I was at a bar. I had one too many drinks. I had one too many drinks. I got behind the wheel. I got a cab. A squirrel ran across the road. A squirrel ran across the road. I swerved. The cab swerved. I hit a guy. The cabbie just missed a guy. I wish I took a cab. Thank goodness I took a cab. You have the choice to save a life. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. And welcome back. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Mary McKenna in for Kelly Scanlon today. And our guest is Wendy Doyle, President and CEO of Women's Foundation. Wendy, if I went out and interviewed 20 people today in all parts of the metropolitan area, men and women, if I talked to 20 people, 18 would tell me I've never heard of Women's Foundation. You're a well-kept secret. Why don't more people know about you? You know, that's a great question, Mary, and something that we are really working as an organization to overcome. And I think we are blessed in the Kansas City community to have so many robust, thriving organizations um, that have a charitable mind and a lot focused on women and girls um, in our metro area. And I think just um, in time, the organization, you know, was overshadowed, but we're hoping to overcome that obstacle as we have really transitioned our strategic direction um, to do more to impact systemic change with research and public policy work. So we're hoping that we are shifting that and people can start to recognize us by name and for what we do. And you, we talked about in the first part of the show uh, what you have done as far as studies and research and getting uh, a resolution for change and equal pay. You also took it upon yourselves to make sure more women were appointed to boards of organizations in the metro. Uh, I saw a number of releases where you would meet with Sly James and, and appointments were made. Was there pushback for that? Absolutely not. In fact, just the opposite, very much embraced. And again, this was a solution developed as a result of a research study that we commissioned with University of Kansas to really dig into what are the issues that hold women back to become civically engaged. And I will tell you, top of mind, the first and foremost reason is women don't think about um, giving of their time civically. Um, When they give, they think of their children's school, church, nonprofit organizations. So civic engagement, simply not top of mind. Um, Secondly, women are very 
strategic about how and where they spend their time um, and want to be efficient with their time. And so so uh, much of the feedback was that they are unsure of what a timeline would look like in a board or a commission. So what we did as, as a result created a pilot program with Mayor Sly James called the Appointments Project. Appointments Project is simply an opportunity for women to apply through the Women's Foundation website um, to become civically engaged. We are a safe place for women to call and ask questions like we just identified. Um, where's the meeting location, time of day? Um, and we serve as an advocate for them. So, for example, when Mayor James has openings available for a specific board or commission, he'll reach out to the Women's Foundation. We will present three to five candidates for his consideration, and then he will appoint them to the board or commission. We started this out with a benchmark of hovering around about 30% in the city of Kansas City of women serving on boards or commissions. We set a performance objective with Mayor James that we really wanted that to be reflective of the city's population which is 51%. So that is our objective on what to do. I will tell you it's been embraced um, and so much so that we have expanded it into other municipalities. Um, In August, we expanded to St. Louis. Mm With Mayor Francis Slay, um, we've expanded it with the city of Olathe, with Mayor Copeland. Um, but then we have really elevated it to a state level now and are placing women on boards or commissions with Governor Nixon. So we really see this as being successful. And again, one of our 2015 resolutions that was fulfilled. So what are the plans for 2016? We have a number of research pieces in the pipeline. And at the end of January, we'll be releasing across the state line the status status of women in Kansas um, so that we can accurately do a side-by-side, state-by-state comparison. So stay tuned about that. Um, That, again, will focus on those five key indicators that we discussed earlier. Um, But really, we are looking at how how much further that we can push on the equal pay piece. Um, Along those lines, we have, we'll be releasing at the end of January, um, we are now a community partner with an organization called When Work Works, and this is focused on the corporate sector to really um, apply to receive an award on their family-friendly workplace environment. Um, So you can see where the equal pay falls in line with there. But we have heard time and time again from women around the states um, through focus groups that, you know, not only is um, maternity leave very important to them, women and men, but also as aging parents um, become critical for the next generation to care for them, we need time off. So this is an opportunity to highlight and focus on some best practices in the workplace. Um, So when work work works is an award that will be um, available for application to any corporation starting in August of 2016. So stay tuned on that. You've been with the organization for two years. Where do you see Where do you see the Women's Foundation going, say, 2020? What's on the horizon? You know, wouldn't it be great, Mary, if we could work ourselves out of a job and that we have (laughs) systemic change and there is no need for an organization like the Women's Foundation? But where we really see is, you know, continuing on this path of bringing forward the research, but really starting to engage the community um, and our broadening our constituency base in in a a forum setting so we are smart and educated on what the issues are. But 
really focused on solutions and getting results. Um, that's where we ultimately see ourselves. We really would like to be a um, you know a stronger swimmer in the public policy realm um, to really really be, um, impact change in Missouri and Kansas. I was told one time by uh, a woman with a one of the larger law firms here in Kansas City, and she uh, mentioned something, and it stuck with me. Women, if they want to be taken seriously at uh, the C-level, on boards, and uh, in more organizations such as, not only do they have to get involved, but they have to be willing to open up the checkbook. They have to be willing to participate on that level. That makes a huge difference, doesn't it? It makes a significant difference. And to your point, we are an, we are an organization that relies on the community to sustain us. Um, but to your point, we can make meaningful change if collectively we can come together as women and men um, impact the issues that are we are bringing forward that ad, um, impact women and families. And again, our emphasis is on economic development. The more dollars that we can put into um, women and families um, pocketbooks, they can sustain the economy. So we're really focused on that effort, too. What if people wanted to become more involved in Women's Foundation? It's not a membership-driven organization. How do you become more active within the walls of Women's Foundation? Great question, Mary. Um, A couple of ways. First and foremost, we encourage people to visit our website, which is womens-foundation.org. Secondly, we are really trying to get, as to the point we talked about earlier, more women on boards and commissions. So we encourage women to apply. And if that is really not an interest area to you at this point, you certainly know another woman in your circle, and you should encourage them to to be a part of it. Third, we'd like to encourage women um, to civically get out and and, um, flex their muscles. So the big thing that can happen in 2016 is get out and vote. Um, Third, educate yourself on the issues. So our research policies, our our research studies are available on our website. Take a look at that and really educate yourself so you are familiar with what are the critical issues. Um, And then you can be a part of us in in our public policy efforts. We all know legislation leaders. They have an ear, and it's time for them to hear from you. So use your voice. Okay, we talked about writing a check, and we talked about being available to serve on these boards, but what if people want to be part of the action? They want to say, Wendy, I'd like to go to Jeff City. I'd like to meet with uh, Mayor James and the other community mayors here in the Kansas City metro. What do they do? We are starting to convene um, specific dates on the calendar inviting the community at large to be a part of the effort um, to join us in Jefferson City um, as we are meeting with legislators to impact the issues. And so we certainly welcome that opportunity. You can go to our website and we have our phone number available. You can follow us on social media as well um, to learn about when those dates are. Um, We have post them on our website. So we welcome any and all to join us. Wendy Doyle, the president and CEO of Women's Foundation. We are talking about the organization and what it does in Kansas City and who it supports. And it sounds like you're going to have a very busy 2016. It's a busy one. Thank you. (laughs) And thank you for joining us today. I'm Mary McKenna in for Kelly Scanlon. If you would like more information about what we do at Thinking Bigger, please go to our website, ithinkbigger.com, or follow us on Facebook at Thinking Bigger or on Twitter at ithinkbigger. Have a great week. And and Kelly will see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.